You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Okay, welcome. Happy October. Happy new meditation series. I am very excited and curious and a little bit unsure about this month's meditation series. So it is titled Giving It Up to Grace. And we're going to spend not three, but actually four weeks talking about grace. And I'm unsure because I think like many people, I have a complete reaction to the word grace. It like conjures up a whole bunch of different thoughts and feelings and stories and connotations. And I don't really know what to do with it, right? I, my, you know, personal story is one that didn't leave a great taste of organized religion in my mouth. And so anything that like feels like it's even encroaching vaguely in that field immediately kind of makes me go, no, like I'm not interested in going there. And so I haven't, I have never taught on the topic of grace, literally never. And yet it's part of our practice. It's part of every teaching. And the longer I practice, the more I feel like I'm leaving something out by not addressing it. And so I finally decided, despite all my personal weirdness, I'm going to teach about it and we'll see what happens. And so I just offer that up as we get going in case you too have weirdness around the word grace and you like did a little internal clench or ug or shrug or something um, just to hold space. The reason we're doing four weeks is because within the classical teachings of meditation, there are four types of grace, which is one of the things that allowed me really to open up to this particular set of teachings and explore it within my practice is that it is not, it doesn't have to be God-based or deity-based. It can be. That is one of the four types. And so if that resonates and that's part of your spiritual life, then beautiful. But if it's not, there is still space for the exploration and practice of grace. And so as we get started, what I want to invite in is that in essence, what we're really talking about is a practice in trust which is always the case in meditation. Because I don't have to tell you, if you have done even one meditation practice, you know it is not a miracle cure overnight transformation, right? It is a weird 10 to 20 minutes where you are way too engaged with your own thought process. And so we have to be cultivating some sense of trust, trust in the practice itself, trust in ourselves as individuals to actually continue on long enough to reap benefit, to see change in a meditation practice. You know, I've shared, I think, many times that when I started meditating, it was very much with a engaged muscles, like leaning in, let's do this thing attitude. 
Like I'm going to force my brain to meditate. And it wasn't until I finally was able to settle into what's often called an effortless effort, an effortless effort that I felt a sense of deepening in my meditation practice. It stopped being such a, oh my God, I'm thinking. Oh my God, I'm thinking so much. When I was able to let go a little bit, not to go to sleep, not to not try, but also not to engage too much and lean in and clench. And so what we're doing as we embrace that idea of effortless effort, right? That sense of ease within the work of a meditation practice is I think opening up to a sense of connection to something, connection to some energy that reminds us of our own expansiveness, that reminds us of our own loving nature. And that sense of grace, as it's talked about within meditation, can be grace of the universe, like the cosmic energetic presence of the actual universe. It can be grace of a personal deity. It can be the grace of yourself, like giving yourself the gift of grace. And it can be the grace of what's called a guru, which is like a capital T teacher. We're going to talk about that in a separate week. So there are these different avenues that we can look for some form of support, some form of feeding or infusing our meditation practice with that expansiveness, with that loving nature, and with that sense of trust. So tonight what we're talking about is the sense of grace from the universe itself like the impersonal cosmic expanse of the universe, which is alive and at every second expanding more. So as we're tapping into that, you know, the the place where most of us have an experience of that type of grace is in nature, right? Think about the first time you step foot on the, uh, at the shore of the ocean in a long time and you see the ocean or sitting under a full moon, seeing stars. For me, the very first time I saw the desert was one of those experiences. Another one, this is the very first one that came to mind as I was writing this talk. Um, Remember in 2017, at least here in this part of the United States, there was a total eclipse. And uh, to this day, I will never forget listening to a mashup of people recording themselves as the eclipse happened, like their verbal reaction to witnessing a total eclipse. And even as I say it, it gives me goosebumps. Is that powerful to hear people literally in awe of the universe. And it's that same sense, right? Like, can you bring to mind for yourself, even in this actual moment, a moment that gives you goosebumps, 
was it one of the, you know, we had so many super moons this last year. Y'all remember that? Like these like huge moons that felt so close you could touch them. They were enormous. Maybe it was one of those. Maybe it was in a particular place in a particular time when you really could see almost every single star. But if you let yourself just for a moment find at least some moment, preferably in nature, that brings to mind like almost tears because it was so powerful for you, it stands out in your memory. That is the sense of grace we're talking about today. That sense of aliveness and awe in simple existence in this one moment. That is what we are now going to ask to infuse our meditation practice. Can that same magic of a total eclipse be part of my every day in my closet while my kids clamor outside practice? Can it be part of that? And the answer for all of us is yes. Yes, it can be. You know, in the traditional story of how the Buddha became the Buddha, the story goes that, you know, he was a prince that left the palace and dedicated his life to the alleviation of suffering of all beings. And he, for years, did all the practices that were prescribed, every practice he did to become enlightened to find this cure for suffering. And years and years tried and tried and tried to no avail. And finally he said, one one more night. I am giving this one more night. I am going to sit under this tree and I am not going to stop meditating until I'm enlightened. And so he sits and he meditates. And the, um, you know, the mythological villain is a, a villain named Mara. And Mara appears to throw all temptations and all fears and all distractions at him as he meditates. And he tempts him with beautiful women and luscious food and none of that works. And so he tempts him with money and opportunity and that doesn't work. And he then throws hailstorms and rain and wind and that doesn't work. And finally, he goes in for the real dig and he says, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to have such grand, illustrious dreams for your own life that you get to be enlightened, right? He's like picking at that ego. I'm going to crumble you. And in response, all the Buddha does is lean forward and put his hand on the earth, asking the earth to testify to his devotion to the practice, to his generosity, to his compassion, to his loving kindness. And the story goes that he puts his hand on the earth, he does this, and the earth shakes in response. And with that, Mara vanishes and he continues to meditate until the sun rises and he is enlightened. That's how that story goes. So let me be clear. 
you know, the earth has never shook for me. <laughs> I have tried. The earth does, has not shaken, shooken, shake, shook, whatever. Yet, we will practice and we will metaphorically lean forward and put our hands on the earth or literally if you're practicing outside that day. Not because we have expectations of grandeur, not because we expect a response from the earth itself, but because in asking that universal cosmic grace to stand in support of our practice, we are able to trust ourselves a little bit more. We're able to let go a little bit more. One of my favorite sayings um, from my one of my teachers, Tracy Stanley, is when I let go, I can be supported. When I let go, I can be supported. In essence, this practice is saying exactly that. Can I let go into this greater force to support my meditation practice? So let's try it. Let's practice and see what happens, yeah? When you're ready, find a comfortable seat. So if your legs were already crossed, please uncross them, cross them the other way. If you're seated in a chair, you'll let your feet rest down flat onto the earth. Let your hands rest onto your lap. And when you're ready, you can let your eyes close. And if that doesn't feel quite right for you, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group here, nice big breath in. Exhale out a sigh. Inhaling in. And exhaling out a sigh. allowing your breath just to flow. And taking a moment just to savor these first few breaths and to experience the transition from thinking and talking to now simply being. And you might support that transition just by silently saying to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And if it feels right for you, you might also Silently call on the grace of the universe. Something as simple as, I call on the grace of the universe to guide my practice, to fill me with peace. I call on the grace of the universe to enliven my practice. 
and then feel yourself let go a little bit. Physically letting go through the hips and the thighs. Letting your spine feel tall, but all of the surrounding muscles soft. Feeling the crown of the head reaching up, keeping you awake. And the muscles through the face let go. Through the forehead. the skin around the eyes. The lips, the jaw. Feeling a breath or two move through your throat. Relaxing the muscles of the neck. Feeling breath move down and across your shoulders. Noticing breath through the chest, just as you breathe. Noticing perhaps if you can let go through the muscles in the chest. Feeling the belly expand and contract as you breathe. And gradually You take in the fullness of yourself seated here. The body soft and awake. Feeling how your breath moves in. And how your breath moves out. And resting in the fullness of your attention on 
the feeling of the breath. So that as you breathe in, you're fully feeling that air. And as you breathe out, You're fully feeling that air. And while most of our awareness stays right here on the breath, one small part of your mind can call on a memory of the magic of nature. an expansive or awe-inducing experience. And as we settle into a period of silence, we'll invite that same expansive, awe-inducing energy to hold and support our practice. Feeling breath. Letting the grace of the universe support you.
gradually feeling your breath here. And perhaps reminding yourself when I let go, I can be supported. Letting the breath get just a little bit deeper now, more purposeful inhale, more purposeful exhale. Straightening up the spine if you've slumped over, wiggling into fingers, into toes. As you feel ready, go ahead and draw your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bow your chin down. Taking a moment to simply honor yourself, honor your practice, maybe even honoring or thanking the sense of grace that accompanied you this evening. One final deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces, and better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com, you get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.